Hello, and welcome to the first in a series of Quetel Wireless Solutions podcasts exploring the disruption that is transforming the global automotive market. I'm George Malin, an IoT journalist, and I'm delighted to welcome Manfred Lindacker, the Vice President of Global Sales, Automotive International at Quetel. Manfred is leading Quetel's work to demystify the challenges the So Manfred, to start our conversation today, there's a lot of attention being given to self-driving and autonomous vehicles, but it's mostly hype and these remain years away from reality. What are today's priorities for automotive OEMs? Hello. Um, today's automotive uh, priorities um, are, from our view, um, a little bit depending on the region. So you mentioned 5G um, and, and autonomous uh, driving. Uh, this is this is uh, a demand we see clearly uh, from from China mainly uh, towards 5G. Um, the background is the um, a Chinese network currently is um, supporting LTE uh, just in a in a Cat4 or Cat6 flavor. China skipped more or less all the uh, LTE advance um, steps, uh, which most of the um, European or North American network operators did and uh, they uh, made a clear decision to roll out 5G instead of that and uh, they are comparably early. Um, means when you are looking today into uh, global RFQs, you will see uh, typically uh, for the, um, let me say, uh, European and North American uh, markets, um, uh, typically uh, LTE requirements, but China is uh, on a clear way very quickly um, pick up with uh, 5G in their telematic uh, devices. Great, thank you, Manfred. Um, so how do you see CV2X making the pathway to greater functionality clearer? Does um, lack of standards and clarity hold back um, developments and deployments? Uh, yes and no, um, as well, a little bit depending on the region. Um, when we look towards China, um, things seem to be very clear, um, very structured. Um, the government um, made a very clear directive um, to use uh, cellular V2X as a standard, and they are keen in, in testing and uh, did a lot of did a lot of trials, um, road trials, um, to see how they can benefit um, to increase safety on their roads. Um, it's a little bit different if you look uh, towards Europe um, or if you look towards North America. Um, there we are still in a situation um, where even the technology is not uh, really chosen. Um, there were spectrums reserved, but uh, in both areas, uh, spectrum was reserved for both, for cellular V2X, but as well for the uh, Wi-Fi um, based standard DSRC. Um, this is currently a little bit limiting uh, the willingness of the uh, car makers in those regions um, to take a decision because it might be the wrong one um, and uh, the investments into R&D um, might be just uh, yeah, uh, lost money, lost investments if they uh, set on the, wrong, on, on the wrong technology. Sure, very interesting. Um, Obviously, Quetel is a, a leader in wireless modules and is a very well-established business addressing other verticals, um, but it's only more recently that it's entered the automotive industry. Um, please, can you explain Quetel's approach and your strategy for the automotive market? Mm -hmm. Very clearly, um, Quetel started its business um, not in the automotive, but uh, more in IoT business. Um, but uh, 
More or less uh, three and a half, four years ago, uh, it was a very clear management decision um, to address the vertical automotive as well. And um, what was uh, a big advantage is that uh, Quectel first uh, did, a, did a very, very intensive um, investigation what other requirements. Uh, they did not try like uh, some other competitors did in the past uh, just to, to use products um, out of the IoT segment um, and offer it in the automotive market, starting probably with uh, aftermarket and, and then trying to go into line fit business as well. Um, they decided to uh, do a dedicated product line um, to develop dedicated um, automotive products based on uh, automotive uh, chipsets from Qualcomm and uh, at the end um, implement as well the necessary processes. And this is uh, at the moment a, a very um, uh, structured thing. Um, we, we are working um, not only in China, but as well in Europe and North America with several tier ones. And they really appreciate that we um, took the time to understand uh, the standards and the needs of this industry. Great, thank you, uh, uh, Manfred. How does the scale of Quetel's resources help you to accelerate the development of products to meet the needs uh, of the automotive market? Yeah, I think um, the uh, resources are, for me, who comes from uh, the typical tier one landscape, uh, you mentioned it in the intro, uh, unbelievably, um, because uh, if you take a look at the, uh, at the figures, uh, where the employees um, of, of Quectel are, are based, um, almost yeah, two thirds of the employees are in R&D. Um, and this is um, a huge benefit because you can react on uh, the dynamics uh, of the market, of, uh, on, on change market demands very quickly. You have uh, the necessary resources and you can uh, as well react on customer demand. Um, Fringes on those products, what we uh, typically do on, on automotive uh, programs. Excellent. So how do you expect Quectel's portfolio in automotive uh, to develop and what does the map look like? At the moment, um, we, are, we are covering uh, the whole um, uh, connectivity um, scenarios. We are, we are starting with, uh, let me say, the, in, the entry um, uh, telematic requirements, which is typically a LTE CAT4. This is uh, as well our mass market, um, very very similar to the uh, uh, to the uh, market trend at the moment. Um, but we invested quite a bit um, in uh, the development of LTE advanced and 5G modems as well, which are uh, coming to market right now and um, have already the first customers in our in our uh, portfolio. That's great, sounds very exciting. Um, given that automotive deployments are extremely long life situations and you know, cars can be on the road for 10, 15 or even 20 years, how do you enable future-proof products that have upwards compatibility? Yeah, this was uh, one of our main uh, scopes in the development, especially for the last generation products, um, the LTE Advance uh, and 5G products. Um, the customers can really scale um, from CAT6 um, over uh, LTE Advance, CAT12, CAT16, and pin-to-pin -pin compatible as well towards 5G. That means they can pick um, whatever the market needs without touching their, uh, their main board, without touching all the vehicle-related uh, connectivity, which is typically hosted on the main board. 
Great. Thank you very much, Manfred. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and to learn more about what Quectel is doing in the automotive sector. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me as well. We look forward to welcoming you to another podcast in this series soon. But in the meantime, follow us on social media channels to get information on the latest podcasts and what we're going to cover, as well as all the latest news and updates from Quectel.